Time to saddle up, partners, and hit the trail onto the twisted road of fake history. Over the rolling plains, through sagebrush and cactus, and straight into the wild and problematic tales of the Old West. There it is, just over the ridge. You're headed straight into another episode of Hoofbeats in My Heart for a third time. There ain't no ifs, ands, or buts with the hoofprints on my guts from all them hoofbeats in my heart for a third time. Episode 5, Ruby and the Marshal and Cody and Kaboom! The show began to pencil point, but then a mighty blow. The opera house has exploded, now the courthouse will host their show. For Marshall Brown and for Cody, their new love's a driving force, which sets Ruby's blood to boiling till she drops right off a horse. So how in tarnation did Ruby Buckaroo get herself a lion here in the dirt beside her horse, Marshal? Well, Dr. Blister, in its most succinct form, I stepped up to Miss Buckaroo, who was astride her horse, to show her the small red flower that you gave me pinned to my lapel. Suddenly, she wasn't astride her horse. Well, I'll be blasted, Doc. It's like the last time she passed out because of her reaction to the flower. And no, what... no, no, Colonel. You'd be a meanin' she done fainted cause a hoof beats in her heart. She was too dang close up to the marshal. Twarn't no flower or nothing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hoof beats. Right, Doc? Yes, Colonel Bucket. As Dr. Blister expounded upon the last time, Miss Buckaroo has succumbed due to her proximity to me and my virile aura of hoof beats in my heart. Oh, Marshal, I done forget it to tell you. The colonel and me, we done moseyed by Miss Cody Kayafe back there at the hotel. Ah, the Canadian canary herself. Right. She's a-waitin' for you for to have breakfast. I almost forgot. What with Miss Buckaroo lying sprawled on the ground like this. Scoot yourself into the hotel and don't you have a worry, no sir. I can use my medical skills to attend to this woman and patch her up new and improved like. As to my contagious hoofbeats in my heart... Your professional opinion is that I can be of more help to Miss Buckaroo by not being of more help to Miss Buckaroo? You're correct, Marshal. Then I will proceed to the hotel restaurant, knowing that she is in the best of medical hands. And Marshal? Um, yes, Dr. Blister? How's about we be a-keepin' Miss Ruby Buckaroo's whereabouts here in Pencil Point our little secret? Don't want to embarrass the lady nun. Ah... An inspired suggestion, Dr. Blister. And now, off to breakfast with Miss Kayafi. That was a close one, Doc. Help me lay her across her saddle, Colonel, for she comes to her senses. One, two... We're getting Miss Ruby Buckaroo, the bandit queen of the cowboys, to be cutting a path out of this here town pronto. Oh, already ahead of you, Doc. <clears throat> there. She's tied to the saddle with her own rope. Pardon me, Miss Ruby, whilst I slap your horse's rump and get you on your way. 
When she snaps to, she'll be miles from Pencil Point. And once we get those negotiable bonds out of the bank, Colonel, so will we. Point yet, Charlotte? I'm so powerful hungry I could eat me the dates off in a calendar. Now, let us. We'll be eventuating our arrival soon. Meanwhile, you being a dancer and an artiste, why don't you enjoy this here pretty scenery? Because my belly ain't got eyes, that's why. I'm still hungry. Hmm. Huh. I'm a thinking that the town of Pencil Point is a hereabout someplace. Maybe round this here turn. And what was I telling you? We're here. Whoa, whoa. Great horn spoon, Charlotte. Kick me off in this carriage and face me towards the eating establishment. Hold on there. Looky over yonder, Charlotte. That there horse and cowboy are heading out of town. The feller is a-laying a crust-like over the saddle on his stomach. He surely is. <sighs> These folks in Pencil Point, they sure got them some plum loco ideas about riding a horse for sure. Good morning, ladies. I am Mrs. Lucretia Sneef, chairwoman of what's left of the Pencil Point Municipal Opera House Uplift Committee. Welcome to our town. Howdy, ma'am. Me and Lettuce are making up the dancing team of Roos and Romaine. We're in the... Ah, uh, glorious sunshine in the morning. You're no doubt members of the Blister and Bucket highly first-rate traveling theatrical show. Oh, my spine just shivered. Very glad to make your acquaintance, ladies. Your troupe is gathering over there at the Pencil Point Grand Plush Hotel. There is a restaurant on the ground floor that... Restaurant! Let's get down off in this carriage and stow away some grub. I sure ain't wanting none to be sticking a spoke in your wheel, Lettuce. But you're forgetting. Firstly, we have to gotta return this here fancy pocket watch. Mrs. Sneef... We're on the lookout for Ruby Buckaroo. She rode into town ahead of our carriage. I know of no Ruby Buckaroo in Pencil Point. However, we have a man of the law currently in town. Give me the watch and I can hand it over to him for safekeeping until your Ruby Buckaroo is located. Here you be, ma'am. Now can we get a shaking out to breakfast, Charlotte? Give me them reins. Hey, y'all! Get along there! Well, corn, mush, and cabbages, what an ornate and fanciful timepiece this is. I must find Marshal Brown immediately. He can certainly... My, my! Will you look at that group on horseback entering town? My show posters are certainly attracting attention. And a good day to you, sir. Good morning, my good lady. I am Mr. Erasmus Pettipot of the Wobbly Hills Bank and Trust Institution. And to you, gentlemen. Welcome, I am Mrs. Lucretia Sneef. 
I assume you have ridden into town to attend the grand performance this evening over at the courthouse? Not quite, madam. After an unfortunate detour through the perilous dumplings and gravy pass, I and this posse are seeking the whereabouts of Ruby Buckaroo. You seen anybody pass by recently? Be quick, like. We're in a rush. Land's sake. You are the second group of folks seeking this Ruby Buckaroo. I haven't seen her this morning. Most unfortunate. Most unfortunate. We believe she was heading in this direction. Did you pass anyone on the way into Pencil Point? The only person we passed on our way in was a rider draped over their saddle riding out of town. Hey, lady, how long you been standing out here in this street? Well, I estimate... Oh, how silly of me. I can tell you exactly by consulting this fanciful watch. Mr. Pettipot! Yes, Henry Jacob. Look at that, that watch that stupid woman is a-holding. Even if and she's masqueraded like in that there costume, I'm right sure as sugar beets and succotash, she's the one we've been a-hunting for. I believe you're correct, Henry Jacob. Mrs. Sneef, will you kindly wait for a moment as my men and I dismount our horses? Certainly, Mr. Pettipot. Men, dismount! And now, clever disguise, Mrs. Sneef, as you call yourself, Ruby Buckaroo, bandit queen of the cowboys, your moment of reckoning has arrived! We've caught you red-handed with your notorious ornamental watch. Pardon me? Capture this dang bandit, man! There you be! Got you all untied! Wake up there, Miss Ruby! Come on and wake up! Got you all unhitched! What is... Why am I hanging, crossed my saddle? Where in tarnation am I at? You're back in the town of Lead Pipe Corners again, Miss Ruby. Remember me? I'm the one that done gave you the free ticket for the theater show. Sure do. Something there weren't no show, cause the show wagon up and left town for the show. Guess the doc and the colonel, they were forgetting or something. I'm plum confounderated for sure for being here again. I was reckoning up with Marshal Shiloh Brown in Pencil Point, but now I'm all dragged out and bellied down on my horse and lead pipe corners. Golly! But my first like order of business is to be resitting myself belly forward in my saddle all proper like. There. Hmm. Got me some marks on my wrists. That's because you was all tied up and such when you rode into Lead Pop Corners. I done gotten them ropes off in your ankles. They done wrapped your wrists with your snakeskin lariat. Then I'm much obliged to you for setting me loose, Sonny. Um, Miss Ruby, I wouldn't grow no roots in this here town. There was a posse done rode through here a-looking for you. Much obliged again, Sonny. But you don't have to worry yourself for me none about no posse. No, sir. Cousin, there's a something mighty crooked like going on in Pencil Point I'm a thinking about. 
that there Marshal Brown. He appears to be keeping company with some feathered out young filly. And it ain't me. And he's so keeping company with her that I'm believing he done hogtied me to my horse and sent me a packing out of town. And Ruby Buckaroo, the bandit queen of the cowboys, don't get a packing out of town for nobody, no how. Shows I'm a heading straight back there, for sure. Here, Whippoorwill, let's go, girl. But I'm confused, Miss Kayafi. Cody, dear. Please don't call me that anymore, Marshal Brown. And I sincerely apologize for your rightful confusion at my behavior. But I must honor my friendship with Ruby Buckaroo. This flirtation, this dangerous infatuation that I have for you, it mustn't continue for another moment after our breakfast. It's not affecting my digestion at all, if that's what you're worried about. The corned beef hash was... I cannot. No, I shall not break trust with my dear pal, Ruby Buckaroo. If you're apprehensive about it, I can keep a secret. Really. It must not be so, Marshal. From this point onward, as long as I am engaged to sing for the Blister and Bucket highly first-rate traveling theatrical show, let us be friends. Friends? Oh, I suppose you are correct, Miss Kayafi. Then friends we shall be, for your sake, and for the integrity of your friendship with Miss Ruby Buckaroo, and for my sake, because she will no doubt kill me the next time she sees me. Let us shake hands, Marshal, as friends. Of course, as friends. No! I can't hold back any longer! Kiss me! I... Mm. Excuse me, Miss Cody, Marshal Brown. I hope I'm not interrupting your breakfast. Oh, I uh, was just uh, um, just removing a cinder from Miss Cody Kayafi's eye. Without using my hands, you may um, ask. Yes, without using my hands. It's it's a recently developed hands-free method. From Switzerland. I understand, Marshal Brown. Switzerland? Uh-huh. From the northern part. Uh-huh. Just wanted to tell both of you that we're gathering in the street in front of the courthouse before we begin our rehearsal. I'll see you both outside. We'll be right along, Colonel Bucket. <sighs> Shall we proceed, my sweet Miss Kayafi? Dear? No. I've made up my mind. Friends. Let us go to rehearsal as friends. Here is my hand in friendship. Didn't we just try that? My hand, Marshal Brown, in friendship. All right then, Miss Kayafi. Here is my hand in friend... Oh, Marshal Brown! Oh, my God! <laughs>
I give you my word as a genuine book-educated doctor that this here woman you've been a-scrapping with ain't no bandit, no sir. She's Mrs. Lucretia Sneef, a society-type lady from Pencil Point. She ain't no society lady, doctor. She's a dang alligator. She almost done bit my ear off. You short little ruffian. You yanked my nose. I done thought your face was a looking like a costume mask, and I was trying to pull it off on you. Why, you stubby little runt. Mrs. I'm... Sneef, Henry Jacobs, cease this bickering. As president of the Wobbly Hills Bank and Trust Institution, let me express deep remorse and regret on behalf of the posse and myself for our uncalled for but honest blunder in mistaking a moral and upstanding citizen of this town for Ruby Buckaroo, the bandit queen of the cowboys. Apology reluctantly accepted. And now that you're all settled up, Mrs. Sneef, why don't you mosey on over to where they's a holding the show rehearsal? I'll be a-joining up with you presently. Yes, the rehearsal. Good day, Mr. Pettipot. Good day, gentlemen. Except for you, you pint-sized lizard. Hey! I almost done lost my ear! Mr. Pettipot, what business do you have with Ruby Buckaroo? Well, Dr. Blister, she robbed the Wobbly Hills Bank and Trust Institution. We are seeking to bring her to justice. You mean jail? For a long spell? So she ain't gonna be in circulation round these parts no more? Precisely, Dr. Blister. I'm liking that idea a whole heap of a lot, yes sirree. Now get me right, gentlemen. I ain't a seed nothing of the lady no how. But if an I was to take me a guess, I reckon I'd be looking for a gal a-riding on her stomach across her saddle. Traveling in that direction. Mr. Pettipot, that's the person we done saw leaving this here town while we was a-riding in. Indeed. Men. We are leaving Pencil Point the way we came in. Oh, Marshal Brown? Yes, Mrs. Sneef? I need to turn over this pocket watch to you for safekeeping until the rightful owner is located. But, but, this is my watch. How did you... No, dang it. You can't rehearse in there, no how. But Professor Kelfpuffer... Not one stick of scenery, not one scrap of costumes, nothing ain't getting in through this door till I get them there stage lights a-working and explosives hooked up to them all proper-like. And you ain't setting one foot in this courthouse till I'm a-good and ready for you. How then will we be able to proceed with our rehearsal? And what will become of my theatrical debut? I suppose, as a federal marshal, I can... I'm sorry, Marshal Brown. You may represent the law throughout the territory, but in the town of Pencil Point, Professor Kaufpuffer's word is the law with regards to advanced stage lighting. But, my good Mrs. Sneef, we will be reduced to holding our rehearsal out in the street. Don't you worry none, Marshal Brown. 
Me and Lettuce Romaine, we done danced in mighty rougher places than in the street. Dang right, Charlotte. This here street is plumb spotless next to the kinds of places we done been dancing at regular like you betcha. Cause if and we can dance, we don't care none. Kick em up high, Charlotte. We'll dance all day and through the night cause we don't care. We'll dance in sun and candlelight cause we don't care. We'll kick our heels up really high cause we don't care. We'll kick them till they touch the sky cause we don't care. Kick them up high, Lettuce! We'll twirl so fast it makes a sound cause we don't care. We'll twirl and drill into the ground cause we don't care. We'll flap our arms out everywhere cause we don't care. We'll flap and fly right through the air cause we don't care. And when we all start hopping cause we don't care. Our buttons will be popping cause we don't care. But don't you think we're stopping cause we don't care. Count one to ten, we're gonna start again. We'll wiggle while we stomp our feet cause we don't care. We're wiggling our county seat cause we don't care. We'll clap our hands and slap our knees cause we don't care. So take a glance and watch us prance. Wait in advance, we'll take a stance for every chance. We got to dance cause we don't care. It's ready! It's ready! Ladies and gentlemen, Professor Kaufpuffer has an announcement. You show folk can come into the courthouse now. My stage lighting's all set up like and working properly. Amazing! Stage lighting powered by explosives. A concept my mind can barely grasp. You bet your beans and bacon, Marshal. Cause I invented it myself. So now I'll switch it on, and then you folks can. Listen for episode six. A reward for Ruby is not actually a reward for Ruby. Hoofbeats in my heart for a third time was written, composed, and directed by George Zog and starred Marcy Mencotti, Edwin Wall, Noel Dupuy, David Elliott, and North Homewood, and featured Anna Maria Alvarez, Joe Kurt, Nico Gerentis, John Lee, K.J. Matheson, Isabel Quintero, Barbara Rosenblatt, Ed Rutherford, Frank Stacio, and Kevin Tice. Musical direction, Twitchell Pond and his Wild West Vaquero. Recording engineers, Dave Langley and Haley Blomquist. Hoofbeats in My Heart for a Third Time was produced by Granville North Sheridan and Marcella Bernard for Headstall, Sir Single, and Cinch Productions.